0: Welcome to Sports Talk with Ninja and J-Mo, where you get all the sports knowledge you need. All right, it's time for some more Sports Talk with J-Mo. What's up J-Mo, how's it
1: going? What's up, what's up, what's up? I love how I just get keep, get keep proving right time after time again. As we all saw last night, the Milwaukee Bucks won, so it looks like Phoenix Suns are gonna win in five. No. Predicted?
0: no, no, you're wrong because the Bucs figured it out and they shut them down. That's why the Bucs won for like
1: you. 20 points. Oh, yeah, I tell you, it, it was interesting to watch how well they played at home. They the, did play well at home, I'll give them that. It, this, but I honestly think that Phoenix wants to win it in Phoenix. It's it's the game, game four is going to be interesting. If, if Phoenix goes in there and, and dog walks them like they did it, the first two games, it's over. And if they tie it up, it could it could be interesting.
0: I, I agree with you. If that happens, it is over. Vegas three to one. You're right. It might go to six games, but that'd be stretching it. But I, I think I think the Bucks are going to win the next one. I think it's going to be two two.
1: And then, but come on, did you watch the game? I
0: unfortunately did not watch the game. I was in a sports island this weekend where I got to watch no sports.
1: Let me tell you, the Milwaukee Bucks, I think they ate their Wheaties yesterday morning. I think they kissed the right amount of uh, genies when they got up out of bed. I think they said the right amount of Hal Marys, however you want to, however you are at, at making good outcomes for yourself. They did it in every fashion. They could not miss to save their lives. They were accidentally hitting shots <laughs> last night. It was crazy. Like, they haven't played as good as they did last night in the playoffs, I don't think. It was crazy to watch how the first two games, they just seemed all out of whack, seemed like they didn't care, seemed like there was no way that it was even going to be a series. And then last night, they came out like a team that was ready to win, and they played like it.
0: Well, that's them. They, they sat down, they made their adjustments, they knew they were at home, and, and, and now they're going to come back and win the next four.
1: Well, they could have made the adjustments in game two, so I don't really believe that's what happened. I think they ate their Wheaties yesterday morning, and I don't see them hitting like that. Like, seriously, like, Porter was hitting stupid stuff. Like, it was like over the backboard, fade away, turn around to the corner, accidentally going in. Yeah, it was crazy last night. They couldn't miss nothing. I don't know.
0: Didn't they go down like 2-0 almost every series? Almost, yeah. Like, this is how they play. They need two games to remember they're in a game.
1: Well, and I think I, I think that, that it's getting better. I think I think that has a lot to do with it too. I think when your when your star player is 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 gimpy, and then all of a sudden he's starting to feel himself, he's starting to get the groove, he's starting to get his his rhythm back. I think that does make a big difference.
0: And, and that's why I still think it's going to be the Suns in seven.
1: Uh It's going to be Phoenix and five still. I don't think it's going to matter. We'll, we'll find I, think I think they were going to win one of these two games because I, I don't see the Phoenix especially since it's been so long since they've won a championship I, I don't think I, I don't think they would want to win in in Milwaukee I think they wanted to win in front of their home fans game five will be the, the wrap up of the season we'll, we'll find out. Was the nice
0: games tomorrow or is it t- I think so, yep. Wednesday um, it's not all right
1: well, we'll
0: have to do a show on on, on Thursday and and see who's Absolutely. right even and if, see if I'm still right see see it'd be a short one one of us laughing at the other one that'd be the whole show <laughs> i got one story i wanted to cover real quick uh, i don't we didn't talk about it beforehand because i forgot about it um but it, it bothered it didn't bother me but it affected me a little bit uh you hear about the mr wonderful Paul off
1: oh yeah definitely
0: like I just wanted to take a moment, and, and 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 as a wrestling fan, take a moment and thank him for everything he did, and and, and wish his family the best um, as Absolutely. he died. I mean, he made it seventy one, so it's not like he was cut short or anything. But still, he made wrestling he was one of the early wrestlers that really made wrestling.
1: Like yeah, for those that follow follow him and follow. You know, his, 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 he, he was having some health issues, but he actually had overcame them all, and it seemed like he was on path to, to get back on track, and uh, he was doing well, and then all of a sudden now this happened. So it was definitely a shock to the wrestling community. As you know, I'm a wrestler, so it, it's definitely a shock to a lot of us that, that do have a following behind him. And So yeah. it was definitely definitely took us all by surprise yeah
0: because if there's no paul horndoff there's no mr perfect there's no Lex Luger. there's no hulk hogan there's no hulk hogan what
1: there's do you no, mean
0: hulk, I, was, I was getting there i was going I was working my way backwards there's no hulk right. hogan there, there, you know he him partner and bris they built they growing built
1: up, it growing up uh, 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 during the hulkamania era you know like there was no hulkamania <laughs> yeah so but you hated the guy you hated the guy he did his job well
0: yeah So, okay, on to more devastatingly injury people. Did you see the clip of Conor McGregor?
1: I did. I did. I did. I did. I saw the the entire fight after the fact. I didn't watch it live, but I did see the entire fight after the fact. And I saw the post-fight interviews. (laughs) (laughs) And we need to talk about those, because... Did you happen to see... Conor McGregor's response immediately after the fight while he was sitting on the the octagon floor and they got in his face and and asked did you hear hear his response when he was sitting on the mat?
0: uh, I did.
1: (sighs) Yeah, you don't bring another man's wife into this. You don't go personal with it. If you want to be mad at the fighter, you want to hate the fighter, you want to say he's a punk, you want to say he, he's, you know, for better lack of words, a bitch, do so. But come on. Don't. Oh, your wife's in my DMs. Your, your wife's a whore. Blah, blah. You don't do that in a post-fight interview. To me, that was just a desperate man laying on the apron trying to save what he could possibly have left. And I and I hated to see him. If that's it, I'd hate to see him go out that way. I really would. Yeah,
0: my, my thing is, and I'm not giving him a pass because you're right, 100%, you don't say those things. That's taken too far. And to my mind, he took it too far even in the Procursion before, saying he was going to kill him. Like, that's not right. That's not what the fight game is. You don't try to kill You try to hurt, hurt him. Yes, you do, but you're not trying to kill anybody. And even Daniel Poirier right. at the end of the fight was saying, I wish nothing best for this man. Don't go home safe say to his wonderful family. And then right. Kyle McGregor popped off for that stupidness. But part of me wants to not give him a pass, but I give him a smidge of understanding is he got famous for trash talk and he was right. always very controlled. He knew what he was right. saying. He, he really wasn't angry. And this person's actually made him angry and the way that fight ended made him angry. And then he was sitting there in a ton of pain. So his normal brain that would kick in like, I can say this, but I can't say this, was... You know, his filter was shot, right? So he was just about anything he can because he he wanted to keep fighting.
1: But like I said though, I think I think that's what it is. I think it was a desperate man trying to grasp his straws, trying to save what he could possibly have left. Because in it, it, in the grand scheme of things, as of right now, his career is over. It's done. Like now, if he if he's able to overcome this, he's gonna have a rod. He's not gonna be able to kick no more. Oh yes, he will. Oh, oh
0: yes, no. They have perfected the surgery to a to a, a t. He will be able to kick and fight again. He, he yeah. I mean, look at look at Silva. Silva came back and he could still kick. He just didn't have a chin anymore. So right, they've actually gotten really good with the surgery. The leg will actually come back. and It'll be stronger. Right. Uh, so he'll be able to but kick yeah. again. I just don't know but if he'll,
1: he'll want it. This kind of puts him down the ladder now. Now, if, if they do make anything out of it, um, Daniel will go after the, the the title. And if he wins the title, then that'll be the next big title fight. It'll be him versus McGregor. Yeah, what? Well, but, but if you're talking next year earliest, you're well, talking six months recovery, probably.
0: And I'm going to hit you with something because I don't think you saw something that I did see. I watched the Dana White. <clears throat> Post UFC 264 interview, and I just watched the parts where they talk about Conor McGregor. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, and he's already said it. As soon as Conor McGregor is healthy, he's giving him a rematch with Poirier. He, goes, the, he yeah, goes, Of course he, he is. He, well, he said, I, This isn't closure for their, them. Technically, Poirier won, but it still wasn't. It was no way to closure. Somebody needs
1: to win. Because McGregor's his cash cow. Of course he is. It's well, yeah. like. That's like, that's like a boxer promoter turning down Mayweather. You wouldn't do it. Like he's gonna bring you million, hundreds of millions of dollars for his fights. Like, of course he's gonna say he's got another chance. As long as he's a draw, Daniel White'll have, have him on a have him on a pay per view.
0: But he even said it probably before the title, because the Daniel Porter's next fight will be the title fight. He's giving him the title fight. So. He's gonna get his title fight and then it's gonna be him you know, and McGregor again. But honestly, I think there should be another one if McGregor's up for it. Because
1: I agree. I agree. I agree. Especially now. Like like I'm sorry, like I don't care if you can whip my ass or not, I, I don't care how big you are. You say those things about my wife, you're gonna to have to prove it to me. Oh yeah. We're oh. Going to be fighting.
0: So in, in my mind, Poirier was winning that fight. But McGregor's such a good striker, he could turn that around in a second.
1: Right. I think the first round, oddly enough, I think it was kind of even. Like, I think I think McGregor had a couple of nice shots. And then the guillotine would have – I think he went to it too early. I think he should have stood up. I don't think he should have tried going to the ground. No, that was I a think, mistake. Yeah, I think he should have stayed up. If he would have stayed up and tried to lock that guillotine in, I think he may have had a little bit more success and possibly even have choked him out. But he's too too, too smart of a fighter to, to, to let that overcome that early. Too much energy and too much momentum. So, like, I think that that cost him. And then once he got on bottom, he was kind of playing defense from there. But overall, though, I think it was a pretty even first round. Yeah. I mean, I don't I would have I, – I think the scorecard was probably pretty even.
0: It was. Um, I, I would have scored it 10-9 in Poirier's favor just because of the takedown. Yeah. But uh, other than that, it was it was pretty even. But you got to give somebody, it. and I would have given
1: the round to Poirier. But, but and, you know, it was since both fighters, both fighters, were saying they won it. So yeah, but well, I'm interested to get your opinion on this since we're talking about it. Why do you think Daniel is persisting in saying he's already said it in three different post-fight interviews that he checked one of McGregor's kicks and that broke his ankle? that's no, probably I what think it, he didn't
0: on that, that the, because that's probably exactly what happened and it, it didn't
1: yeah, but does it really matter if that's when it broke or if it if he stood up it just broke on his own like does that really change the outcome of anything I, I, he's pretty he's pretty insistent I the reason I'm asking is because I don't know I'm kind of uneducated in the fact that I don't know like would it make a difference for his TKO wise if he's the one that caused it or if McGregor just did it himself?
0: Well, either way, McGregor did it himself because he was throwing the kick. Right. In, in the initial interview, he even said, you know, the man was throwing hard kicks.
2: Right.
0: He even he gave him that credit. Uh, it makes a difference in his mind because of what McGregor's saying. McGregor's saying, you didn't cause this. This fight's not over. And then right. he was like, I checked your kick. That's what caused this. So, yes, I did.
1: Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's
0: kind of petty that that as far as the records go and all the other stuff goes, no, it does not matter. It's a TKO either way, period. But if somebody keeps telling you, you didn't do nothing to me, you didn't hurt me, and you're like, I I heard a crack when you hit me, homie. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah, right? So it's that's going to be part of the petty trash talk back and forth, I'm sure, all the way up to the next fight.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Which I can't remember in the history of... MMA, UFC, boxing, any of the fightings where we had anybody fight each other four times. I can't
1: think of one. Yeah, no, the trilogy is usually the, the side factor in all because usually there's the, the winner or loser in that third fight that kind of usually determines the... The outcome of their series.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember Tito Ortiz and Ken Shamrock oh, okay, fought that,
1: four that, times. That my first. Think was the Tito Ortiz because I know he fought a lot.
0: They, they fought each other because like, they really, really didn't like each other, and they fought like on different what, promotions.
1: Him and, the, him and uh who was that that he fought over and over and over? Uh, Tito Ortiz and Ken Shamrock, or who else? Not Shamrock. Um. Uh, what's his name? I, I, and I and I, don't, and I want to say this, but I'm not probably off, and I'm probably not right. I want to say maybe he was, like, Korean, maybe? Um, are you talking about T
0: Ortiz and somebody else, or Ken Shamrock and
1: somebody, yeah, somebody else? Yeah, somebody else that was facing Tito. Ortiz.
0: Um, his other big rival was Chow, Chow Sunnen, and they went back and forth a whole bunch of times. Um, but... Yeah, I they fought a bunch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was more than
0: three or not. I don't think it was more than three, and, and Tito Ortiz just beat the crap out of them. Like, right. It was never much of a fight. I, I don't know why they made it such a big deal. It was never much of a fight. They actually, they butted heads on uh, one of the Tough Enough series that they were both coaches. And that's yeah. actually one of the things I liked about Tito Ortiz. If you go back and watch, especially the first season he did Tough Enough, it was one where he was on there with Ken Shamrock, what a good coach he is. A lot of the people they get on the show, the fighters, sometimes they're not very good coaches. The coaching staff right. they bring kind of does all the coaching. But Tito Ortiz was actually right. really good. He actually helped the team a lot. And he ended up winning, too. Go figure. Well, that was a good season, too. I think that was the Forrest Griffin season with Stephen Boner. Oh, that was a good season. I wish they were
1: <laughs> still fighting. All right. Um, I will always and forever be a Chuckle fan, though. Chuck the Iceman in his prom was so fun to watch. I mean, he would hit you and dare you to stand back up. He wouldn't even get a top of you. He'd make you stand back up so he could punch you and That was so fun to watch. It, it, it was amazing. And
0: My thing about him was he was always trying to knock you out. There was never any yeah. other game plan. If he could get you a submission, he'd take it, but he wanted to knock. and He never wanted to go to the judges. He was fighting up until the last bell to get that win. He didn't like winning by the judges. I can't stand exactly. a fighter in any sport like, oh, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to survive. I'm going to win by yeah. points. I, no. And that's one of the reasons I well, like kind of the UFC.
1: Into, that kind of turned into Chuck Liddell's downfall, though, because he got so good at knocking guys out, he couldn't go the distance in fights. <laughs> As well, he got over, he started getting blown up a little faster. and. That's kind of when his career ended. Well, that was
0: more age and lack of training. I mean,
1: there's a a new
0: heavyweight coming up, and I forget his name. He fought last night, and he knocked a guy out in like under a minute. I saw a clip from it, and I can't remember his name, but it was impressive. Um, So, yeah, I love how the UFC gives you a bonus for knocking somebody out. Right. If you finish the fight, you get a bonus. So, I, I like those kind of fights. Um, and I love that uh, Dana White's like, if you're a really boring fighter, I don't care if you win every fight, you're, you're, you're done. Right. Because that's not what they want So I, I think that's one thing that keeps the UFC so good. But you had another bit of news that's about a sort of sport.
1: <laughs> so so here's the thing. So the, the ML, that Major League Baseball draft was last night. And, and the reason, there's a reason why it's not good television and we can talk about that, too, because you like to joke that it's not a real sport. Baseball actually is a real sport. It actually is the original American sport. But the reason that they like the MLB draft is so not for television is because a lot of those players you won't see for many years. If you they ever get drafted, see them. they get put in the farm leagues, and then they get put in the AAA leagues. And so by the time they actually make it to a roster, like you've done forgot who they are. Like So that's the reason why it's not good television. But... The number one overall draft pick last night, first time ever in the history of UofL, was Henry Davis from UofL, the catcher. Got drafted, number one overall, went to the Pirates. Yay! Yay. Signed an $8.4 million contract. Yay! Yay. So that's pretty exciting news. Yay. And it's like I said, it's the first ever UofL baseball player to be drafted number one overall. So
0: uh, There's so many bad jokes I want to make right now. I really do. But I'm going to behave because you apparently like baseball and.
1: I don't know why. I'm not the big baseball fan, but I, I, I'm, a, I'm a realist, and I understand why you feel the way you do. There's a lot of people that feel that way, and as I said, a lot of the reason why the draft is that way is because a lot of those guys you, you you won't see for for five to ten years on a major league roster, and so that by that time you don't forget who they are. And a lot of those kids, like, because in the in, difference between, like, college and, uh, like, the difference between baseball and basketball, like, they have to go play basketball. And so they become names that you're familiar with. So a lot of the kids in the draft last night are coming straight out of high school. Yeah.
0: Well, see, my, my problem with baseball, and, and this is where my problem baseball actually comes down, it's not that it doesn't take a lot of skill, because it does, not that it takes talent, not that it's not athletic, it is all of those things, it's... Especially on television, to a live games is not as bad, but especially on television, a game is just slow and boring to watch. And every time the MLB tries to introduce rules that will speed up the game and actually make it more entertaining, they don't. The the owners won't pass it. You know, they won't put in the pitch clock. They won't do all the things that would actually make it better. I don't feel like watching a pitcher scratch his balls, and I don't mean the baseball for ten minutes between each pitch. There should, you know, there should be a timer. There should be something like a shot clock, something to keep the game flowing. There was a baseball game that was nine innings that went four and a half hours. That's just ridiculous. They, they, and every time they try to do something to make it better, again, the owners won't pass. It doesn't get past the rules board. And it's just going to continue to be the slowest game with the highest paid players. I get it. I get it. So, if they were to speed up the game and maybe say, hey, you can't touch your balls more than once a game, I, I'd, be, I'd be okay. Oh, did you see the clip? Ah, I had it over here. Ah, this is about baseball. This what you were talking about baseball. But maybe think about it. About the pitcher that they checked like four times in the same game for oh, yeah. us. Uh, I get they're cracking now, but really after the – Second time you check the same player, isn't it time to stop? <laughs> he ain't right. got anything. Maybe he's just a good pitcher. Crazy thought. Maybe he's just good. Just throwing that there. He ended up getting the opposing coach thrown out. I thought that was awesome. All right, so is there anything else you want to cover besides how the books are going to return and make it the- a series?
1: What's, a, 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 has anybody heard anything about Aaron Rodgers? What's the update with Aaron Rodgers? Does anybody in an America know? He's like, playing golf with Tom Brady. That's what we know. The, the, the poor Diva quarterback of Green Bay has kind of went silent, and nobody really knows what's going on there. I'm kind of curious. Inquiring minds are wanting to know what, what he's going to do. Nah, no, nobody,
0: nobody knows if he's going to play. Nobody knows. I think he showed up for some preseason stuff just – you know, the practice of the OTAs and stuff, but I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows. You know what I want, though? What's that? Football ladies and gentlemen. I want the Washington football team to pick a name. Right.
1: The football team isn't a name? What do you mean?
0: It was a placeholder. They had a vote and picked a name, and they can't decide.
1: It's Well, The problem t- the problem is... In today's society, you have to be so politically correct with everything. I think it was kind of funny, actually. I, I, I think it was kind of the owner's way to say, you know what? Screw you people. If y'all want to make a big deal about this, we'll just call ourselves the football team. I honestly think it was a joke on their part, and they did it on purpose.
0: Well, they did, but they, 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 the joke was good. awesome. they couldn't pick a name. And here's my thing. I'm not a big politically correct person. Right. But I understood why people didn't like that specific name. Because if you notice, people are kind of saying stuff about the Atlanta Braves. They're not making that big of a deal. Atlanta's not going to change the name. And they're kind of saying stuff about the Kansas City Chiefs. But again, they're not really making that big a deal about it. And the difference is, a Chief and a Brave in a Native American society is actually a good thing. You, mm-hmm. you, you had to be a certain person to become a Brave. You had to be a Warrior. Or if you're a Chief, you had to be the Leader. So those were good things. The Redskins was a slur right calling somebody a risk was was a racial slur i get why people were upset about that name that'd be like having you know a, a basketball team calling calling them the baltimore n-words
1: right <laughs> absolutely yeah and i'm on and i'm on for you know you know it's just it's just hard to please everybody yes like like the, and, uh, there's no way that someone can convince me that there was will ill when they named the Washington Redskins the Washington Redskins. I don't think anybody sat back and goes, "Hey, you know what? Well, let's make fun of the Indians. Let's call our team the Redskins." I don't think that was. I don't think that was the case. No, I don't think it was
0: intentional. But once you really sat down and thought about it, somebody had to go. You
1: know, maybe that was a bad plan. <laughs> oh, I guarantee they did. I guarantee somebody along online and thought, like, "Yeah." Maybe that wasn't the greatest name we could have came up with, but you know it is what it is. This is our team name. I
0: wish they like, would just—you know—what name I, I wish they would really pick. What's that? Do you remember the Keanu Reeves football movie? The what movie? The Keanu Reeves football movie called uh, "The Replacements."
1: Oh, the Keanu Reeves had a football. Had a movie.
0: Well, one simply where he, he played quarterback.
1: <laughs> no, I, I remember it, but I couldn't tell you what the name of the team was.
0: It was the Washington Sentinels.
1: The Sentinels. Oh, there you go. See, that's perfect.
0: Call <laughs> them Washington. What's to call them the Senators? Right? No, that's great. Right. No, apparently the big push was actually to name them the Warriors, but that fell through. Well, yeah, considering we already have a Warriors. Not, not in basketball. So it's not in football. You can cross over, the whatever. The Washington Warriors. Huh? So see, that sounds good, don't it? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you don't go with Congress, gonna be the Washington. and Don't get nothing done.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: the mind? Washington Nationals. Oh, that's 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 even that's worse. Right. That is even worse. Oh my God! All right. So I'm gonna hit you with a really horrible joke, and then we're gonna end it for the day. Okay. All right, because I'm in a good dad joke mood. Are you ready? I'm listening. Sure. What kind of air does a cow breathe? What's that? Derriere. uh
1: but i'm just sh- joke of the day
0: right all right guys i hope y'all feel like you got some sports nonsense angry ninja signing out and jmo
1: peace everybody have a good week we'll talk to you next week
0: all right guys i hope you enjoyed the show it's all part of the ninja podcast network with all the shows featuring Ask the Angry Ninja Show, uh, Not a Kid's Game, presented by The Angry Ninja, which is our D&D podcast, The Ninja News and Politics Show, uh, Sports Talk with The Ninja and JMO and our newest podcast, Outrageous Stories with The Ninja, uh, featuring occasional special guests. Great shows, great stuff. If you want to reach any of us, you can go to Ninja at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at CMan2342. You can get us on Facebook um, on the Ask the Angry Ninja Show Facebook page. Any of those places, if you want to support us, we appreciate that. Go to Patreon.com slash Worst Jokes. And if you join high hide left you'll get a free gift. And we just appreciate any support and feedback. You guys have a
2: wonderful night, and we'll holler at you later. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts save to two zero three two zero three. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE to 203203. That's S-A-V-E to 203203.